You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't show it on the football. It's so goddamn hard about holding on to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stack Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. Good evening, Fantasy Football Universe. To all of those of you who are tuning back in because the draft day approaches, we say welcome back. To anyone new checking us out, like who the hell are these two dudes? We say welcome. And to all the fantasy millionaires who've been rocking with us through the whole offseason, we love you. To my esteemed partner, co-creator, and inventor of wide receiver two theory, welcome, Stax. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm doing well. I just got to say, I want fantasy football to be a safe haven for everybody. Uh, and so... Listen, if you're a friend out there with a micro penis, I just want you to say the fantasy football millionaires, we're your guys. Like, we love you. It doesn't matter uh, the, the angle of your dangle, you know, and, and how proportional to the heat of your meat it is. For us, we accept everybody here. So I just want to put that out there. Uh, all you micro dong bros, you're welcome here. It's okay. You know, it's okay. We're, we're, we're not slinging, you know, six footers here either. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay. You know, you look up to us, of course. You know what I'm saying? We're not like you, but. You're welcome. We're not going to look down on you. So, you know, we just want to give everybody a shout out. You're all welcome here. We love everybody. We want to be a positive force that is very, you know, uh, bringing people together that, that's not tearing apart. So please, uh, Fancy Millionaire's mission this year is to bring folks together. We love you all. Uh, everybody who's a fan of us, of you or me, we're a fan of you. We appreciate you very much. So everybody out there, all the love. And uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. We are like days away from football starting. It, you can just feel it in the air. Uh, training camp is winding down. We're getting back into like people uh, not being at camp, but being uh, in their home stadiums or in their home you know, cities where they're kind of going back to where they live and stuff. So uh, I'm excited, man. H how are you feeling about camp and, and all the the, just the revelry that the NFL is bringing about right now. I, I'm glad uh, we we welcome everyone into this show. Everyone, micro penises included, um, drunk fans are welcome here. Um, we we are going to be uh, doing another segment tonight of uh, a, a new segment called Fan Fights, brought to you by <laughs> Underdog because uh, we got another good one. Um, yeah, I mean, it is so exciting to be getting ready to do the draft at my house this Saturday. I, I, I'm ready to, to throw down in here. Uh, should we do it inside or outside? Outside, yeah. I mean, I want to Because we're going to be inside. Out. Yeah. I'm going to be bit by a thousand mosquitoes like last year. You, know, you want to be bit... Through my jeans, even you know, outside is cool. So uh, I figure I'm gonna set it up and let people vote. You yeah, know, to see well, what they want to do. I mean, but the I'm, weather should be good enough where outside would be like it's not gonna be hot. No, it'll know? be beautiful outside. I mean, the only thing is you do have mosquitoes. I'm not gonna lie. 
I didn't appreciate getting bit by mosquitoes last year through my clothes. No, no less like through my freaking clothes. Um, but besides that, you know, 50 mosquito bites, it's, it's worth it. Drafting over at your house, like, you know, not getting COVID, not dying. You know, I'll take it, you know? Yeah. I want to, I, man, I got to get, I got to get that whole thing. I'm really hoping this is the year where the fantasy millionaire, uh, is, is less fantasy ish because I really want to get that outdoor patio with the outdoor TV set up. That is going to be whenever that happens, but maybe this is the year. Maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe this is where I hit it big DraftKings. It's coming either way. I'm going to be playing. I'm going to be getting involved very soon in a matter of weeks. So if you wanted to pull up our first fan fight of the night, uh, uh, I'll let you, uh, you know, pull that up. I'll, I'll do a little preview. Here's the thing we talked about last week. There's people are lit up at these games. They are drinking. They are talking shit. The, the fight we have today is a fight that happened in Pittsburgh, and it was definitely somebody who uh, another lady was involved talking smack kind of for her man, uh, which it, 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 it's not a good idea, ladies, to talk smack for your man. I'm just giving you guys a heads up uh, in general, uh, unless your man's like, you know, uh, Voltron or something, because uh, normally if you're talking smack for your man, it, it's not a good sign. It's, not, it's normally his job to kind of talk the smack because he can walk it or not. Did you see the Pittsburgh fight where the lady decided that she was going to uh, smack like a huge six foot five black guy. That was one of the most craziest things I've ever seen before. Right. Right. Um, yeah. That's the fight. <laughs> yeah. Wild, w- wild stuff here. Our know. new sponsored segment fan fan fights sponsored by underdog. Yeah. Well, I'm not sponsoring it. They're just, we're talking about them during that. I, I don't, I don't want to be liberal. Here's the problem. Yeah, they're not sponsoring it. They're just, um, you know, we're just rooting for the underdog, I guess, in every fight. So underdogs yeah. involved. All right. So here we have actually have the fight going up. So let me just in case there's actually no, we can do cursing. We're, we're okay to do cursing tonight. We're, we're free to curse as much as we want. So here's the fight. Oh, yeah. Start over. Start, start from the beginning. Okay. Oh, he took off his glasses. Yeah. Oh. That was the moment. That was the moment. Oh. That, that wasn't good. And he does hit this this woman. Yeah. But then her man stands up. He looks like he's about 50. And he just gets slapped. I mean, he gets beat down big yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. I did hear the police are looking into charges. There's going to be a fan fight of the week every single week in all of these stadiums. It is wild. And shocker, I'm guessing alcohol is involved here. I hear people yelling, she's drunk. She's smacking another man's face. The last time I was at a football game, and I saw a fan fight almost, somebody was touching someone else's face. They were putting their hands on someone's hat, trying to touch their hat. This guy was like, I'm going to wreck your your boy if, if he doesn't stop touching me. So people who are drunk, they'd like to touch other people and aggressively. So this woman, obviously, probably intoxicated. And her man I, got 
got beat down. Not good. Yeah, yeah. Poor old man got beat down. He, he he. This is the thing, man. When your lady gets, you know, has you biting off something that you you can't chew. Um. I I wonder for for the the brother who hits her if he is uh it's self-defense because once somebody hits you in your face you're allowed to i mean what what's the what's the legal i don't know i'm not sure i mean honestly i don't though, know either she I mean, obviously not hitting a woman not good but him in the face though she she did not do that she slapped him she slapped him in the face so she gave him a little wickety whack you know boom 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 you know, like mm -hmm. how's your father? You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it's not what you want to see, and the NFL <laughs> has got to fix this because it can't happen every single week. It will. We're gonna feature it here on the fan fight of the week. Preseason. It's nothing the NFL can do. This is this is this is phones. This is the current state of affairs. Like humanity has not evolved past caveman like behavior when you go watch a football game. Everyone has a phone and everyone was locked in their house for a year and now they're back. And so I, there's nothing anyone can do. Like this is this is what's gonna go down. Fights at football games Fights. because everyone has a phone. Fights at football. I mean, fans behaving badly isn't anything new, um, but yeah. you got to think people are going to be a little bit more more tore up and a little more crunked because they've been stuck inside for so long. And I'm sure during that time they've been bettering themselves with self help, you know, books and reading, meditation things. <laughs> they're really in a good place, and they're ready to bring their humility to society to share right. at football games. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. So, now, so tune in every week as we bring you the latest fan fight caught by a phone that uh you know the nfl does not want you to see yes um we'll anything else so what else besides our our fan fight of the week well you know what uh i, I was gonna say also antonio brown punched a man i believe at practice oh, yeah. the other day and i had that picture uh but i, I can't pull it up right now my screen's kind of a fidgety but yeah just just you saw the whole like the punch just right on the jaw just jaw him. yeah just, he, he he looked like he really socked him like it was a like a perfect punch, and then you saw that other one with Sterling Shepard. Oh yeah, they're squaring off like, like two men enter, one man leave. You know, and and there's no video on that one except at the end. But he looks the 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 cornerback who who's the cornerback? I can't think of his name. Troy Brown or, or who who was it? No, I don't know who. I know who you're talking about, but I don't have it up. I can't think of his name, but he looked like someone who did not know how to throw a punch. He looked. You, you remember when you were a kid and you would punch like this? When yeah, that's what it looked. <laughs> yeah, like, you didn't. You hit people with the side of your fists when you were a little kid. That's what he looked like. He was doing. It's Troy Hill, and no, he cannot fight. And why would you try to fight uh, a, a man? You put your helmet on. Like I don't understand. You have helmets. They're like, I want you. I want to see your face when I'm punching you. You know. It just Antonio Brown got the guy's helmet off too. You, you, right, right. he ripped it off and was like, "Yeah, like this is a. I mean, this is a predator. Like he did. He knew the moves. Helmet off, fist to jaw. I have the Antonio picture up. It was a jaw jacking. Look at this. Look at his face. Oh, right in the face. 
Oh man! Hey, bro! Hey! Oh, right in the face! Isn't there one of him like smiling as he's walking off the field too? Like, <laughs> yeah. jawjack somebody. Yeah, you know? he jawjack somebody, and then he waved like he was like the king of England. Like, yep. <laughs> hey, and I like how he's ripped his shoulder pads up. You can see his shoulder pads underneath. This guy was in a tussle with Antonio Brown, and and he lost. He looks like he's got a big fist too. Look at that. Look at how much yeah. of his face. Great hands to catch the ball. I'm sure he's got some big old man fists. That does not look like fun. No, 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 no. So, well, yeah, so fights are happening everywhere. Training camp fights are happening in the stands, on the field, on the practice field. Um, yeah, it's it's the fan fight of the week. We're going to back. Football's back, man. If there's fighting, it's football. Very synonymous. It's a very high T game. I think it's so funny. All the hate for high T stuff. You're watching men obliterate each other. It's the high Tiest thing I can think of. And people are just like, no, nah, it's too high T for me. You know, I'm going to make fun of high tea stuff it's the most tea i mean i mean i think that, that anyone is being honest anyone is being honest is is tuning in to jack up their own tea yes yes i wake up every sunday with low tea and and by like 4 30 my tea levels are just rising a hundred percent if you had a little tea reader on you you know like yeah. like a like a ox like a pulse oxidometer you would be getting by 4:30 as you're getting into the afternoon game. Tea is is getting it's you're it's getting a little bit you know to the point where you might lose some hair. You know if you're someone like me, like your tea's getting a little out of control. Yeah, not only is your tea out of control, but like you know, like sometimes like your beard hairs will change color on you, like mid hair. You know, like start off like whatever natural color, black, brown, or black or red, and they'll just turn halfway through to white. I think maybe the the loss of tea, you know, when you lose, you know, a big game, you know, I run around my basement screaming uh, during these games, excited, and my girls are there. I'm just like, come on, Antonio Brown, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I think maybe just some of the tea gets used up as I I emote and I scream, and uh, some of my hairs just turn, they die. They're like, yes, I gave it out for that tea scream, you know. And yeah, you get toxic tea. Yeah, I got too much tea, man. I got yeah, toxic tea in the beard, man. It did. It's a problem, and uh, you know, I'm I'm working on it, but you know, I I can't do anything about it right now. I'm I'm in the mm -hmm. game. I'm not gonna lie. Also, I, I was dr not drinking. I'm not gonna lie. I was not drinking, and you knew that. Um, but my wife got me a present today for my first day of work back at at the classroom with no windows. Back to the the hellscape we call my you know cubed world. And uh, appreciate this. Really nice of Rose to get this for me. Cheers. This is from Weinstefaner. They're the best beer in the world. 99% or 99 rating on Beer Advocate. If you're a beer guy, uh, this is a good one to have. It's it's a nice sipping beer. You know, it could calm you. You don't need to drink 20 of them. Be, be responsible, folks. You know, and never drink and drive. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah, it definitely helps lower your tea a little bit, too. So that's... that's I'm doing this just for the show because our teas are so high right now. Just even seeing each other, my teas are off the you know tea chart. So I'm trying to bring it down with a little bit of some, you know. So. All right. All right. Well, well, we'll finally talk some real football now. Um, so anything of note that yeah. you think is worth highlighting before we get into rounds 10 and 11? I saw that Darrell Henderson today uh, left practice with a brain thumb, a hurt thumb there. Uh, that's something I want to touch on news wise. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, McVay said he has his thumb. 
That's what he said. So that's good. You know what I mean? Like if you you want a thumb, you you still want to have a thumb. So mm-hmm. um, I, I like that. And uh, but besides that, we're not sure what's going on there. And then you have Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He's got an injured ankle, an uh, in, in, inside ankle sprain. Uh, I hear from from the medical experts, it's a little bit harder to recover from that from the outside. Just it's kind of just the way the muscles are working. But I don't know. I'm not an expert, but that kind of you know bothers me a little bit. And then. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Trey Sermon, Stephon Diggs, Stephon Diggs, knee, uh, you know, yeah, there's just a, a lot of little injuries. Uh, I think Terry McLaurin hasn't practiced a lot. So, you know, there, there's, there's a little thing that are going on here and there. Uh, what, what are you hearing? Anything standing out to you injury wise or either performance? You know, we had Zach Wilson throwing the ball all over the place. Uh, you know, rookies. Galore. Yeah, that's who I was going to say. Yeah. I'm a mind reader, you know? Yes. The two things that are sticking out right now so far our miles gaskin is playing with the second team zach wilson looks like the truth i'm adjusting the rank let me tell you exactly why i slept on that dude because he looks like he's a 17 year old prom date and he and the jets drafted him so he sucks he can't be good right right well it's a different jets organization there you know so, uh, yeah. you know, I, I mean, He's Coach good. Robbie Bob is going to get that Jets organization in shape. He came over from San Francisco, and uh, uh, that's my my nickname for him, though. By the way, Robbie Rob. Don't let anybody else give you any other nickname for I think Robert Salea than uh, Robbie Rob. He's coming to New York. He's got to get a new name. He's got to get a nickname. They need a nickname. You know, what I mean, if you're in the borough, you're talking about Robbie. How Rob. do you even say his name, Salea? I, I don't even know. I don't know. Salé. Salé. I don't know. Salah, Salah, I'm not sure. I need, I need to be educated, but I'll call him Robbie, Robbie Rob, because he needs to have like a catchy New York nickname. You know, they all do. You know, they all need to have some glitz and glamour to their their spiz and spazzle. So you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I think um, you know sometimes organizations get it right. It, it you know, uh, broken clock is is twice right a day. I, I think they made a good decision, maybe. I mean, he he looks like he... I, that's the thing. I just think all the quarterbacks in that draft class that went in the first round, they're all legit, dude. They are all legit. We'll see who ends up having the greatest career. Uh, but, yeah, man, adjust the ranks on Zach Wilson, dude. I mean, yeah. straight and up. Corey Davis, too. I mean, I've been pumping Elijah Moore just with that rookie upside. When he was in the, you know, the 11th, 12th round, I loved it. Now he's in the 7th, 8th round, which is a little wild. But, uh, you know, Corey Davis looked like the truth there, too. So I think what's going to happen yeah. with Wilson, he's going to fixate game to game. He's going to fixate on a receiver. And so it might be Corey Davis. It might be Jameson Crowder. It might be Elijah Moore. I, I think right now it's Corey Davis. So Corey Davis, uh, he's valuable. He's valuable. So you know, make sure you snag him up. Uh, well, he will be featured on the show tonight as we dive into rounds 10 and 11 here on the Fantasy Millionaires. So this is what we do. We give you the ADP off the of Fantasy Pros, and then we give you our yay or nay, our thumbs up, thumbs down, or just if we're neutral, we just we think, hey, this is where they go, and I might draft the person here. So that we're trying to run through, get people ready for their drafts. So we're going to start um, tonight. Uh, we've we've gone through rounds one through nine. So 
We're starting tonight with uh, Sir Tyler Higby. So you know what? I, I drafted him in Scott Fish. Jacob Harris, uh, who is a 6'5 converted wide receiver to tight end, intrigues me this year. And I think he is going to chip away at Tyler Higby's um, kind of value. And Tyler Higby already kind of has gone down a little bit in ADP. Uh, and so I'm, I'm more skeptical of Tyler Higby being my, my tight end one. I think I want somebody a little bit different there. Uh, I'll take him as my tight end two or, or you know, do a back-to-back, maybe getting him and Gusecki. Uh, those are kind of guys are both in the same range. Having both of them on my team and playing tight end uh, pick them each week, I think I could do that. I'm okay with it, but I'm not going to be targeting Tyler how I was earlier in July when I thought there was more upside for him in that offense. I think it'll be a little bit tempered uh, just getting the ball around. They have Deshaun Jackson, Tutu Atwell. You know, there, there's just going to be a lot of, uh, you know, dissemination, as they say. Look that word up. It's a good one. So... I'm thumbs down on on tie guy. No tie. Uh, I don't, yeah. I, I mean, he 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 had, uh, you know, a serviceable year as your tight end one last year. Hopefully, the rest of your team was way better. Um, but wasn't it wasn't it a three touchdown game that he had that one game, or was it a two touchdown that 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 game oh, where you won five Gs? The five G game. He he had three touchdowns that game. Three touchdowns. So three he had five. He had five touchdowns last year. One of th- three of them were in one game. So, one, right, he's it's not really that good of a season. No, it's not. And and I mean, McVeigh, uh, they let Everett go, which is fine. Um, I know McVeigh is always looking to you know put people in position to be successful. So if Tyler Higby gets 110 targets, yeah, yeah, he's going to return value. I think he gets more like 90, maybe 85. Um, which he can still be valuable, but he's just the upside there is going to be capped. It's not going to be, uh, you know, tight end eight. It's more like tight end he, 13. He had 60 last year, 60 yeah. targets. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, not yeah. good. Yeah. Not good. All right. Speaking of, of, of somebody who I do love a lot is, is Michael Gallup as the second pick in the 10th round. What do you think about Michael Gallup being just so, uh, to me, criminally undervalued? And it's not new. I'm not the only person saying this. Lots of, you know, smart football minds are on to him. He he is in wide receiver two theory, speak of the devil, that we, we brushed up on earlier. Uh, what do you think about the Gallup uh, this year? You into him? I'm into him. Thumbs up. Thumbs up for cash on Michael Gallup. Yeah, giddy up. Uh, he, I was really high on him last year, and uh, he was he was going you know way too high because CD Lamb totally factored into that offense, and he's better than him. Uh, but uh, he still puts together a, a, a decent season with um whoever that guy from the Sopranos was that was his quarterback Benucci. for a while. Ben, ben Danucci. Yeah. If you don't roll the Nucci the right way, the Nucci doesn't taste good. <laughs> you gotta add the Nucci. You gotta put it right here. <laughs> you gotta um, real thick. Hey by the way, uh, I'm Italian and so I can do that accent. I don't, I'm not doing it, it stealing anybody's appropriations. And this is my friend, Michael Kenneth Counts. He's Irish, but I let him do it. He's my friend. So, you know. Hey, like, it's Danucci. Hey, come on. Hey, we got to put on. your hands out like this. Get a hey, Danucci, you know. Come on. Come on. Come uh, on. Yeah, he, uh, he, he had uh, 59 receptions, 843 yards uh, as the wide receiver three without Dak. So, right. Uh, right? I, I, I'm excited. I think I think the value is here, 
and he's going to be he's going to be a very nice person to have on your bench that you can plug in in games where you know you can maybe potentially read the defense and just know hey this is a Michael Gallup game I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and flex with Gallup yes. yes I agree a great flex all year and I'll say this one of the segments that we do on 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 the fancy millionaires every week and we're going to be starting it when the season starts week week two or week one as we get ready for i guess week one before we get into week one even uh it is elevate mitigate eviscerate and what we're doing in those segments is we're looking at who your players are on your bench that you need to get in your starting lineup like a michael gallup who are players that are normally in your starting lineup that you need to kind of you know downgrade them there's going to be a tough matchup aka dk metcalf up against Jalen ramsey he struggles he struggles he doesn't get the denucci so th- that segment is perfect for a Michael Gallup. So I'm sure he'll come up in that segment this year. So do stay tuned. That's something mm-hmm. that we do every single Monday. And listen, it's tied into DFS winners. We did it last year. We're going to do the whole thing this year tied into DFS. We'll talk about who Correct. you need to re- move up into redraft. And at the same time, we'll hit it with the DFS angle brought to you by Run the Sims. Perfect segue there. That was a Pete Overzet like segue, if I do say so myself. <laughs> Run the Sims. Run the Sims is for everybody who wants to win money. Betting, DFS, fantasy football. It's the real deal, relevant Holyfield. I love it. I'm over there. Uh, hashtag run the Sims backslash nimble. And you get in there, free account, sign up. And then if you want to do paid stuff, they got paid stuff. You want to do free stuff, they got projections. They got DFS content. They've got content for best ball. It's it's the best. I love run the Sims. Uh, tell them nimble sent you. Justin Freeman's the man. Pat Mayo's the man. And shout out Pat Mayo, too. Uh, I was on Lauren Carpenter with Lauren Carpenter. Uh, you know, Laura, stepmom Lauren on uh, uh, Sunday night over there. They're just the best at the Mio, uh, the Mio, the Mayo Media Network, MMN. Uh, check them out. And then also, another plug right there go to Prize Picks and then put in, you know, code name Nimble as well there. You got another little joint. Love Prize Picks. Apparently, my Prize Pick of, of uh, Marquez Galloway, Calloway is going through the roof. I hear he's doing well tonight. I called that yesterday on the show. Uh, do stay tuned. That's going to be regularly me over there on the media. Uh, network with the Mayos. So I love it. All right. So let's oh, jump yeah. in. Yeah. It's- oh, FYI, on that note, uh, I, I haven't watched any of the game. I just looked at the stats before the show started. Yeah. Jameis has two touchdowns. I think they might both beat him, Marquez Callaway. Oh. I don't know. Oh, hey, guess what? Your boy yesterday said to stack them in DraftKings. So I hope you listen to me. That was on the show. Uh, you get that kind of content. You're going to get it, you know, and I'm hoping that uh, if you did get it, you get some money in your pocket. That's why I'm doing it. It's not for me. It's for the Danucci, you know. Yeah, so. well, Jameis balled out tonight, so it's a big game. You yeah, know, I, the- call, I, I called it. I called it. Okay. Yeah, Pat's on the back. Here's the thing. It's not even about me. I didn't win any money. It's about I want other people to win money. Like, that's that's mm-hmm. what it's really – when you're a tout and you do stuff for other people, you want them to say, hey, man, I won cash because of you. Makes you feel right. good. Makes you feel good right. inside. Like, I, I'm not going to be a bazillionaire. Like, I'm not Bezos. Like, but if my friends can come up, there you go. That's how I do it. So, I love it. All right. Let's let's talk about Mike Williams here. Wide receiver 2-3. Can Mike Gusecki. We're skipping. Oh. We skipping Gasecki. I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah, I thought I lumped him in there. Mike Gasecki. What what do you see in Mike Gasecki? Uh, I kind of faded him earlier, and now I'm rethinking that with the the preseason performances. How about you? I, I'm seeing someone off his uh, player profile pick with uh, high T. Looks like he's mm-hmm. losing his hair a little bit. Um, you know, pour some out for his hairline, which I understand, bro. I understand what he's going through. He's got the money. He he should be able to to throw some sod on the fairway sooner or later. 
Uh, besides that, man, I was kind of moving towards thumbs up. I'm neutral. Um, I was looking, I was looking, at, a looking at a trend that that they're saying uh, the NFL is really moving away from 12 personnel and and uh, tight ends are really third. The percentage of uh, plays that are involving tight ends are really just shaping up to be third down plays where they're actually running routes. He does look like he has good chemistry with Tua. So he does. Uh, I'm, I'm neutral. I'm, I'm neutral. Surprised. I'm not thumbed down. I I'll probably draft him around here. Would you take him over Higby though? Yes, I would. Yes, yes. Okay, above Higby. Okay, I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, me mm -hmm. too. Me too. I, and I'm not going to say I just doubted him as a wide receiver, as a tight end. One, he's being drafted at the 12 position. So for me, I was just kind of doubting can he sustain it. I think what will happen is you'll have games where he does well and he does hit you with where you need to be. And then you have games where he disappears, like last year. You know, he only scored over 10 points, I think, seven times. So uh, the, the consistency, when he gets touchdowns, when he gets targeted downfield in games, then he'll be there when they take him away. It'll be a different story. So I like him, though. I'm, I'm going to say I'm yeah, a little bit above neutral. So, all right, now Mike Williams. Uh, Mike Williams, the most touchdowns he's ever had, I think, is 10, and the most receptions I think he's ever had is like 66 uh, what's the infatuation with Mike Williams uh, to everybody? Is just his size? Does he go up for, for passes like a, a maniac and they love him falling down and getting hurt? What, what are you doing with Mike Williams this year? Dude, I mean, 10 touchdowns. That's, that's one what time. you want. One yeah. time? Just one time. Yeah, yeah, one, time, one, time. One, time one time in really three seasons. So Because yeah. um, he hasn't been healthy. This is, a, this, well, is, this is his fifth year. He's going into his um, – this is his last year, his year deal, right? He's going into his fifth year, but he didn't play yeah. in his fifth year. So, of course. Right, because he was probably hurt. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know what the – here's what I'll say about him is that he uh, – he, I'm, I'm thumbs up. I'm thumbs up on Mike Williams. Justin Herbert is ridiculous that – I, there's just so much value. There's so much. There's so much upside with the pick, um, and the, uh, you know, the problem with Mike Williams is he plays on the same team as Keenan Allen, who's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. So um, he's a he's a strong wide receiver too, and I think he will have a strong wide receiver two year this year. And if anything happens to Keenan Allen, he's he's gonna he's he's going to be starting automatically so okay okay i like it i like your state you're stating your case well i'll say this if anything happens to mike williams jalen guyton josh palmer have value because mike williams gets hurt uh frequently um one of my favorite i think i don't know if it was uh luke a uh, saw hack off to look and see who did somebody did a great tweet where uh somebody fell over like on a ship railing they fell over the banister or the uh uh, the, the escalator and they're like Mike Williams every time he goes up for a catch, you know, and it's true. Like every time that dude goes up for a catch, he just, he extends his, both his hands. He just lays, lands on his back, just violence, man. That guy's a strong, big man. I so agree. if he can stay healthy, he could be uh, a top 25 wide receiver, honestly, but I'm, I'm just dude, I don't know, 17 game, huge. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's what I'm saying with the upside there. You it know? is a 
it is you're drafting for upside at that position. So I would definitely take him there over the next person who's 114. That's Michael Pittman Jr. I like Michael Pittman better. I was on the the, the Yahoo Sports Fantasy podcast with uh, my guy Matt Harmon a couple months ago or maybe a month ago or so. And uh, we were talking Michael Pittman as a value. That was before the Carson Wentz injury, you know, being drafted in this later, you know, ninth, tenth round area. Um, what do you think about Pittman now with the injury? What did you think about him before? Were you on him before? Did you, you know, did you change? How did that work out? You know, he's not someone that I've really paid a ton of attention to. Um, he he's got the body of an NFL wide receiver. He's got the body of an NFL wide receiver one. Um, I, I can understand why, you know, you're, you're picking people in these later rounds and you're looking at somebody like him. Um, I, I, I'm, you know, my honest opinion of him is uh, I'm neutral. I don't, I don't have a strong opinion. I, I think he's um, he has the potential. I mean, he he should be the wide receiver one on that team. Uh, I mean, T. Y. Hilton. I mean, how he he's isn't he in his mid thirties? Like he's I mean, like forty five. I can't right that with Morgan Freeman. They like do yeah. stunts together on like big wheels and stuff. You I know? think he can legally run for president. I think you have to be thirty five in this country. Yeah. I think he can legally run for president. I think his dreads so, can legally run for president. So that's what I'm saying. It's for me. It's more just. I don't have a strong opinion because I haven't really seen anything that's, uh, you know, he, he, he's big and, and he's, you know, he's, he's good. Um, Right. Right. Yeah. But, but that's why I'm not like, I'm, I'm neutral. Neutral. Um, You're Johnny neutral. I'm Johnny neutral over here. This has been a very Italian centric episode i think the, the brothers cuomo will be into it they would like it you know what i mean so you know <laughs> give you a little so, kids a root yeah i mean listen just whatever you know what i'm saying i'm italian come on you know <laughs> come on so it, honestly i am italian i'm the most italian out of anything i am so that's why i just get my olive skin my you can't see it because i'm freezing up i got this tan body beautiful here you know at least from the arms and the face the rest of it's white as a sheet looks terrible <laughs> that's my irish and english side by the way as my you know my man boobies those that's definitely from the uh the english side anyway i digress speaking of somebody who you know kind of has been a boob uh <laughs> devin singletary what do you think about old devin uh, you know, I, I saw Pete over that hyping him as the, the sneaky little play in the, you know, 12th round of best ball, get your single Terry. What do you think about that? I'm thumbing up slightly <laughs> micro penis thumb up how <laughs> you're edging Devin Singletary. I'm fading Devin Singletary this okay. year. I, I'm, I'm not into him necessarily. Uh, I think that the, the, the players to have, are the wide receivers. So I, instead I'm going to be going after, uh, you know, maybe Gabriel Davis or somebody like that. So just, you know, just because I think the consistency is not going to be there. They're not going to be rushing for touchdowns uh, right. that much. And, and Josh Allen in the red zone is the man, you know? So um, I think we're back. I think, I think we're, we're my computer. No, we're, good. we're, we're rolling. Um, all right. So I'll say this too about Devin Singletary is again he's he's a small micro penis in this direction. It's a micro penis thumb up for me. Uh, I think they're similar. Neither one is sexy. 
So um, I'm going to draft him over Zach Moss at this point in the draft. So that's that's why I think – but I don't want to draft either one of those guys for all the reasons you yeah. just said. So I, I'd rather draft Dame Hines or somebody who we, we haven't talked about yet. So, But we'll see who comes up next. Uh, Corey Davis, we talked about him earlier. Uh, where are you at on Corey Davis? I'm double thumbs. We are erect structures pointing towards the sky for Corey Davis. Um, yeah. He he emerged uh, last season as what he was drafted to be. He was a number one draft pick, and he had uh, he established that he is a problem for defenders in the NFL. And he was on the same team with AJ Brown and routinely put up b- big numbers. And yeah, now now he gets to be the guy with who we've already talked about someone that looks like he's going to flourish at this position and you're getting a wide receiver one here, you know, midway through the 10th round that potentially could be a, 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 a straight set it and forget it flex. So I I'm high. Yeah, he, he's a. This is the thing about wide receiver two three that's kind of tricky. Like I picked Elijah Moore because he's so far down compared to Corey Davis. Because you're just looking mm-hmm. at that upside. If you're just talking straight wide receiver ones that you love at their ADP, Corey Davis just. I mean, mm, Danucci. You know what I mean? So yeah, give him uh, a Danucci. Just give him a little bit of a Danucci and let him move on. You know. Anyway, I, I really do like that. I'm I'm into that uh, myself. So uh, let's talk next about back to tight end. Um, Mr. Irv Smith Jr., who I, I talked about it with with uh, you know Lauren yesterday on, on my uh, my show and uh, or our show, the show, the, the on the media on the Mayo Media Network, and uh, uh, you know our guy Mike Zimmer said when he was questioned by a reporter, which you know harrowing experience in and of itself, he he said uh, no, there's no expanded role for Irv Smith Jr. Nothing's been added to the playbook, not a zilch, zero. We never heard of the guy, um, which is funny, you know, because. You, you would think that the coach would know uh, somebody on his team who caught like two or three touchdowns last year in a game who just is he just has uh, that kind of ability to separate. He's more athletic. He's in that build, you know, uh, less of a blocker, you know, not not in the Kyle Rudolph role, more of in, in the uh, the slot role. And so uh, but then he came out and did pretty well in the in the preseason, almost like, you know, Mike Zimmer's full shit. So. What do you think? Are you fading Irv Smith? Are you favoring him? You, you believe Mike Zimmer? You think he's a windbag? What do you think? I will, yeah, I want to understand your position, bro. This is your guy. Like you, you've been hype on this dude. I like him. I, I like him, particularly in an offense that is funneled into three wide receivers or two or three wide receivers each game. Uh, you, maybe every game he's not going to be a wide res- or a tight end one, but I think he's got more tight end one games in him this year than he does la- than he had last year. And so, I mean, a lot more honestly. I think he could be a tight end one, maybe. Let's say forty percent of the time, and so I'm not drafting him as my as my tight end one. He'll be, I mean, this is he's tight end thirteen, so I would get him with Gasecki, where I'd get him with someone else, uh, maybe a Logan Thomas, and just kind of play with him and see where those matchups go. Uh, whenever they play the Jets, you play him. So yeah, I, I, I'm big. I'm big on Irv Smith. I like him a lot as your tight end too. Uh, in that little kind of game of build a tight end, and I know, also, but this is the tenth round, man. Like this is like your potential tight end one. I'm going to be getting a better tight end one this year. I'm just going to tell you that this year. There, there's there's more tight end ones to be had 
and I believe I'm going to be on that tight end one train this year. So just going to say, I'm I'm going thumbs down because I think he I think the role, uh, the caliber, uh, the points that he's going to get you. Um, I think I'd rather draft somebody else that um is is going to potentially be, um, you know, someone that emerges as as a, a, a weekly starter. And I just think you can probably get somebody of his ilk uh later how about this how about you pick a tight end later in this draft that we talk about in the next couple picks that you would have over him and we'll do a little thousand dollar bet how about that you pick your guy get your Janucci out there we'll put our Danucci's out there see who, who do we have left after we'll, him. we'll just see we'll see Johnny Smith yeah Johnny Smith is after him you okay. going yeah you going Johnny um let's see who else who else who else is there uh, you guys we gotta get to we got we got a couple receivers here out of these three guys marquise brown hollywood himself darnell mooney henry ruggs jr who do you like the best you get into the little situation you're drafting in the in this little area around the ninth tenth round turn and you got an opportunity to load up on wide receivers you know i mean who you got marquise brown only healthy brown only guy on the field right now only receiver with a number you know what do you think darnell mooney he's and then rugs your boy. So what do you got? I know. I know. Well, first of all, how far is, has Hollywood Brown slid well, yeah, compared Rashad, to last year? Rashad Bateman, even though he's hurt, he shot up the draft board, which kind of put Marquise on the back foot, you know, honestly. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm probably going to rank these guys, Ruggs, Mooney, Brown. That's that's how I would rank it. I, I'm I'm still buying into Henry Ruggs taking a step forward. Um, I agree. I agree. With that. Yeah. So I mean, you know, the tools are there. He did get dinged up in Week One last season, and that really set him back. Really, from what I saw, I mean, Cash was all in on that dude last year, and I'll say this: he does lack some of the intangibles that these elite wide receivers like Calvin Ridley have, which is, you know, it's basically coming out of breaks and, and, and getting defenders to go the the way you want them to go so that you can create space. He doesn't seem to be um, highly skilled with that super necessary component at his position. Um, So yeah, you know, um, all 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 three of these guys are um, kind of the same to me. Um, yeah, uh, I like you know, Darnell. I like Darnell Mooney. I'll tell you why. I do too. I like because him too. Last year he had ninety eight targets or ninety six targets. I think somewhere mm-hmm. in that range. And so mm-hmm. ninety eight. Uh, if he can get one hundred and twenty five targets this year, you know, and which he definitely could, because who else is going to throw the ball to in that offense? There's not a lot of other weapons. Um, then who else is Andy Dalton going to throw the ball to? Well, I think it's going to be Justin Fields anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, for, for one game, yeah. Well, I, you know, g- good point over there. Uh, hey, that was a joke, Danucci. That was a joke. Huh? Hey, hey, call now. Ke- Kevin was talking about he's not impressed with Fields yet. I've been impressed with Fields. I have not been impressed with their their O line. Getting him lit the fuck up the other day. It just I don't 
I don't like that. I love his ability to scramble and get out there. He's got that four four speed. Listen, four four speed. I mean, it's not it's not you know RG three you know four three speed or four you know two three or whatever it is. But dude, that's just crazy fast. You're you're talking about a guy who's just quicker than most people on the D line and the O line and the linebackers and then maybe some of the safeties too and then maybe not the corners and maybe the corners too though. So like. It is just, it's a different game when he's there. And honestly, I've said this from the beginning, and my guy Adam Rank is with me. I love this. You, you got to get the good guys on your side, right? And I was on a show with Adam Rank. You know, shout out, Adam. Uh, we were on a show here in D.C., and uh, my guy Doug, uh, Doug does the big show here in D.C. Uh, he's got some big gas, man. He had EB from the Junkies on. So uh, Big Doug has both on. Uh, and it, if they were designing their offense, if they were smart, if Nagy knew he was doing, he'd be not even playing uh, our guy Andy Dalton. He'd be designing all of his offense around Justin Fields, and he would be uh, rolling him out of the pocket, moving him away from pressure, getting him outside so he could kind of just disrupt the, the offensive flow or the defensive flow of kind of, kind of pressuring him because their offensive line is going to get Andy Dalton killed. Aaron Donald could put him in a body bag in week one. So we'll see what happens. Andy uh, Dalton had three three and outs in the, in the last preseason game. So, I mean, he's not going to be it's it's just in, it's just some field time, dude. I mean, yeah. let's just let's on. just call, call it. What it is. All right. Uh, it's tucked in there as a little, you know, well, how's your father? How's your mother? Trevor Lawrence yeah, first pick in the Jacksonville. Hand. Yeah, I can't give a, a Trevor, a, a, you know, a fair shake here. We know he's going to start. There's no question about it with like a Justin Field situation. Uh, you know, it's it's not a Zach Wilson situation either. He can run. Not that Zach can't, but you know, Trevor can get out and and uh, he's a big body guy. He's like a, a a Josh Allen type frame, but he's accurate and he doesn't have to kind of improve on that necessarily. Uh, what about Gunnar Minshew not taking a poop because hey. he has no number two in him? He's, he's not – well, you know what? They are – I didn't see the game tonight because I was prepping for the show. Um, I don't know what happened. He could have shit the know. bed tonight. I don't know. I mean, you know, I haven't looked at the stats. I think he did I think he did okay. I think he he was like 9 for 16, um, nothing memorable. Look, you know, looks like a rookie quarterback. Looks like um, someone that, uh, you know, is, is going to, you know, just keep – every week getting better i'm i'm thumbs up for a uh, uh, trevor lawrence like you know if you haven't drafted uh a, i like a him as quarterback. Number two quarterback i do, i definitely like him as my number like if i got one and then t lawrence oh yes. the power move uh <clears throat> shout out adam rank again we talked about uh during the pan d that you need to have two QBs and probably two tight ends too. So normally you load up wide receiver, running back. I always do. I got a bunch of them, like 17,000 of them. But this year, it's a little bit different. Make sure you have that strong QB too. And Trevor Lawrence is the one for me and you. I'm just going to say, I like it. I do too, man. I'm with you. Um, I, I mean, I could I could see, you know, if, if, if the fantasy God's favoring you doing Trevor Lawrence and Matt Ryan, you know, I mean, some sort of combo where, right. That's not bad. You know, bad. Uh, you know the rest of your, the rest of your team is super strong and, um, you know, you just sat and waited on a quarterback, which, you know, in a 12 man draft. Yeah. It's, it's, it's recommended. 
Yeah. So. Well, you know, shout out JJ Zacharyson, who actually, a little known fact, if unless you read the Wide Receiver Two Theory first edition or second, he not only was the inspiration behind it in a way, it was a frustration behind it. I asked him a mailbag question about uh, the study of the, the efficiency of the second wide receiver in an offense compared to the drafting patterns of the habitual fantasy footballer like yourself, myself. And uh, that's where the whole thing he said, I have no answer for this. This is something no one's done. No one said. So I said, ha, ha, ha. So uh, shout out JJ, by the way, and that late round quarterback theory, which really just transformed the game. I don't think there's any strategy that has changed the game more uh, in home leagues than that one. You know, and uh, I'm proud to call JJ a friend. Love him. And uh, Mike, we we might be pulling off. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Uh, JJ lives on a golf course, and Denny and I have been talking, uh, and we would love to maybe go visit him. For oh, the- that would be awesome. Foursome, and you know, I could love to have you come. We'll figure it out. JJ is the man. Love him. He sent London uh, a like a little bobblehead of Ovechkin after after the Caps. Uh, or after the Penguins were eliminated last year in the playoffs, uh, or like a year, like 2020, just a, an amazing, humble guy. Love JJ, and he looks great after all of his cycling. By you know, by the way, shout out JJ, transformed body and all. We notice us guys, us you know, good looking guys. We we do notice. So anyway, I, I do dig- I digress a little bit. Well, anyway, uh, next up we got three straight running backs: Tony Pollard, Jamal Williams, Gus Edwards. Who do you have off the top of your head? No thinking, no rationale. Go right now. Who, Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards. I love mm-hmm. it. Why do you have Gus Edwards there? I do as well, but tell me why you do. Uh, well, number one, he's going to get the most carries out of all those guys, so pretty simple. You heard yeah. it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just kicking facts at you with the Fantasy Millionaires. We drop Max the math. Yeah. Uh, hey, Gus Edwards, uh, legit, uh, he's going to... 200 carry potential that, that is that is uh, uh they play a 1930s style of football where <laughs> 550 50 rushing like attempts last they year do qb sneaks like they just do, they do the qb sweeps they that there is no passing on that offense hence the fade on marquise brown and gus edwards is uh he's 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 had 700 yards or more for three years straight. So um, I'll take Gus Edwards. No, I love it. And I think what you see is the disparity of the third round ADP to the 10th round ADP. That's a, a running back to theory. You know what I mean? You can call it what yeah. you want. I, you know, but I think that's just like a, a smart investment in the future. Uh, honestly, um, I'll say my next one is Tony Pollard because I don't trust the Zeke machine that much. Mm-hmm. I just do not, man. That guy, you know, he was eating all the cereal and the milk and stuff and drinking the beers and getting the COVID and fumbled five times last year or so, maybe six. But but guess what? Before he had COVID, last three years, bro has fumbled the, fo- the football 15 times. That's mm-hmm. five. That's an average of five times a year. That That's, I mean, he didn't lose all of them. But that crushes your momentum. That crushes. I mean, it. we can blame a little bit of it on Danucci, though. I think can, yeah, I mean, sure. But not not the other two years. Not the other. He's averaged five for the last three years. That's why it's not. It's the only sample we have of him. You know, and so yeah, so he. But last year he had like five in one game. Like that was. I remember he was, he got Danucci. He he that whole team just they just everything went south for that team. So. I agree with you, but I, um, I, I actually think, 
Zeke, it, he sure does look good right now. It's just, I think Tony Pollard is a beast. You know, I, think he's a beast. Um, I agree. He's a beast. Give, give him the ball. So that's yeah. that. You know, uh, I mean, I think if he wasn't on the same team with Zeke, he would be. There would be a lot more of a, a, a 50-50 timeshare, and I, I, I think yeah, I agree. He's on a team with one of the most elite, you know, running backs that that we've seen in in the last five years. I mean, yeah. Zeke is a you know feed that dude. So yes, um, uh, I'll say this about Jamal Williams. By the way, though, I, I don't trust him necessarily. I think he'll have games. I love him in best ball, as Pete Overset would say. Um, just because uh, there's going to be games that just I don't know what they're going to do. Detroit is terrible. You, you know, like. Did you see them trying to tackle Najee Harris? It was like a um a Benny Hill sketch from from the UK. It was like I'm gonna go back today and add that soundtrack to them trying to run after him on the screen pass on a little crossing route out of the backfield little flare. Ridiculous! The Lions are gonna be so bad. Yeah, and and I wouldn't even like it if DeAndre Swift got injured and he's the wide receiver one. I just I, 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 I think if he was the he he, I mean the running back one. I oh. I just think that this guy is you know, um, I'm out. Yeah, he's a, he's a you know, three and a half yards attempt kind of guy. Yeah, well, I'll tell you about a guy who's not like that, and that is a uh, uh, Marvin Jones Jr. the third. Uh, he he is ridiculous. He's being drafted as the wide receiver fifty two. I saw uh, Linda Lyons over there on the tweeters. Love her. She said, uh, "Okay, uh, being drafted at wide receiver fifty two. You all are weird, you know." Mm-hmm. And I just I mean, listen. If you want a poster boy, I picked Lavisca Chenault in this just because I went big upside. But really, as a wide receiver three in this offense, Marvin Jones Jr. has a slate-breaking potential every single week. Two touchdown upside. Guy is a beast, always criminally undervalued. Uh, I would take him. I would take him here. 100% would take him thumbs here. Thumbs up. I love it. Thumbs up. Yeah. Double thumbs up for the fantasy millionaires. This is, you know, I'm, I'm, no I, I mean, I believe I'm, I believe I'm higher on him than you. That's, that's where I stand be. on it. it be. Okay. Okay. I'm, well, I'm, I'm all about if, if, if he's still around, you know, and my draft yeah, is just going, path. yeah, if, if my draft is just going the way I want it to go and he's hanging around here, hanging around, around I'm, 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 I'm scooping with the quickness, bro. I like it. I like it. Okay. Uh, back to tight ends. We got the Rob, the throb Gronkowski Ooh. here. Yeah. Tight end 14. What do you think? He, he blocked a little bit more. Than I'll, I take, I'll take a thousand dollars. Rob Gronkowski beats Irv Smith Jr. Okay. Rob Gronkowski over Irv Smith. This is a great. Yep. I'm going to go Irv Smith just because for the, for the, for the drama, for your mama, I love it. I'm going to, I'm going to go with it. Yeah. thousand bucks. It's on the, it's on the books. Cook it Put up it on the books. On the books. What's our first bet, by the way? We got we just gotta say them again and again so we remember them. I uh, yeah, it was last week. Them. I was going hard in the paint. You know, I gotta remember this shit if I'm gonna bring it up. Bad producer Scott Pack. <laughs> Bad producer. <laughs> I definitely I'll, I'll remember it. I, I we'll figure it out. We'll go back and listen to the tape, you know, and you'll call me like six weeks from now. I'll be like, Yeah, that's what it was. So we'll get there. A thousand dollar bet between Singletary and Zach Moss. Who you got? No, no, I don't. That's just fool's cold right there. They both could get swept up in a hurricane. You never know what happens. They could go over a barrel in, in Niagara Falls for all my money. Uh, I don't hate Rob Gronkowski. I just saw last year that, you know, Bruce Arians hates tight ends except for 
Gronk a little bit. It, Brady likes him, um, but it's almost like do you need that's when all you, that matters? When you, but, but it's when you need him. So like, are you going to need him in the beginning of the year, or are you going to need him in the end? I just would say he's somebody who maybe he'll be disappointing in the first couple weeks of the season. He gets dropped like hot cakes. He has a bad game. Scoop him up later in the season. I'm not saying I'm against him. I'm just not drafting him at tight end 14. I'll draft, you know, maybe John or somebody else. You know, we'll see. I, I'm actually uh, he's he's moving up he, he he's moving up my love meter. Um, uh, you know. It's it's just all based on Brady for me. Is uh, I think Brady this, factor. I agree with you. But yeah, it's, it's the Brady factor, around. man. Like he is Antonio dude, Brown. He had seven TDs last year. He had seven TDs. He right. likes to get. He likes to make Gronk happy. He 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 like feed Gronk. He make Gronk right. eat food. He make Gronk eat touchdowns. <laughs> I agree. Big touchdown Gronk guy. Yeah, I like yeah. He, but I think what happens is you get those in spurts, and so I'm just gonna say. He's not going to be a consistent tight end, and so he's going to be better than Irv Smith. Okay, that's fine. All right, I like that. It's a good bet. It's a good bet. It's a good bet. All right, talking about better. Oh, we had Kyle Pitts uh, over under on 10, 10 touchdowns. That was, that was one of them. All our bets are tight end based. I like this. We're we're tight end uh, ma- mavens now, apparently. So look that word up. <laughs> This is like a whole like vocab episode. I'm sorry. Listen, I'm back in the classroom. My mind is engaged. I'm intellectual. I'm a teacher. You guys thought I was an idiot. It was just a ruse. It was just to get you in. It was just a beer drinking, you know, fat guy persona. Really? I'm a nerd, you dummies. I'm a fucking nerd. All right. Anyway. He loves men with micro penises. Yeah, every I love everybody. You know what I mean? Right. I love women with micro penises. I, I don't care yeah. what you <laughs> they're all welcome. Yeah, every listen. Here's the this, if you spend most of your time comparing yourself to others and criticizing others to justify who you are as a person. This is one of my Scott's, you know, Scott talks real quick, like a TED talk, but you know, a little yeah, shorter. Go. Yeah, if you're doing that in general, you're gonna find the, the faults in everybody else, and you can tear them down. Yeah, you can find every. But the thing about it is, no matter who you are, you know, what matters the most is loving yourself and loving others, and so. That's the biggest thing that I've learned is that micro penises aside, no matter who you are, you're worthy of love. And that's the thing about it. We don't want to put anybody down, you know? And so uh, that it, it, it's not about, you know, labels or any of those things. It's, it's all about who we are and who we've been made to be. And so I'm about just facilitating growth in all those angles. Yeah. Speaking of growth, uh, Matt Ryan, he lost Julio Jones, which is terrible. He's, he's got, you know, uh, Kyle Pitts, who is is not a, a replacement one for one, but he's gonna be he's gonna be good. I think he gets over a thousand yards. He's you better gonna hope a, so. He's gonna owe me a thousand dollars. I know. I, I the ten touchdowns is there. It's there. I'm sure it's there. Uh, but quarterback fifteen, I like Matt Ryan at that. That to me is a is a nice little sneaky play. I would keep him on my bench, use him when I need to match him up. First week, I'd match him up. He's got the Eagles. The Eagles defense is terrible. They gave up three touchdowns a time. I'm fucking egg me. So yeah. I mean, yeah. he gets forty five hundred yards every single year, so I'll take him here. I'm not, I'm not excited to take him. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I, I definitely want to make sure if he's my QB one, I have somebody oh, like not- Trevor Lawrence or yeah. you know, some, yeah. some some sexy rookie to pair him up with uh, if they're still hanging around. Yeah. You know, I think if he's your QB one, you got to probably kind of you know play. You got to do that QB to be pandy mentality where you're rotating based on whatever the matchup is. 
I think every time you you say that, Adam Rank, uh, someone laughs somewhere. You say the pandy, uh, Adam Rank is laugh. Yeah, he Adam Rank. By the way, shout out him. He's the man. He's he's hilarious, dude. That guy made me laugh, and I'm I make you laugh. So I mean, if if the guy who makes you laugh laughs at Adam Rank, you should like Adam Rank too. But I'm not gonna you. Know, you free thinker go think for yourself but anyway uh speaking of free thinking is miko hardman finally gonna be what we think he's gonna be or we thought he was gonna be or is he just gonna be a hard man to focus on this year what, here what we are think? here we are in, in round 11 um point right here whole draft yeah man i'm going on record man thumbs up i'm buying it he's the wide receiver too on that team obviously it's kelsey and tyree kill but I think that they figure out a way again to to just get the ball in his hands more. He takes he takes another step forward. It's 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 not it's a it's a it's a micro penis thumb up, but it's a thumb up. I like it. All right, let's talk about a, a few running backs here. They're they're, they're kind of spread around. We're going to jump to uh, the last two on the board. By the way, we're not talking defenses or kickers because no. my my draft philosophy, just so you guys know, is uh, I will not take in a home league either. In the in, when we draft next Saturday or whatever we draft, I will not take either. And then I'll put a guy on my bench. I might move a guy around. Somebody gets hurt. You put somebody in your IR slot. They get nicked up. Next thing you know. Pick up a defense. It's how it just it it works every time, a hundred percent of the time, sixty percent of the time, a million times, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, we got Na- Naeem Hines and then JD McKissick, both PPR upside outperforming ADP last year, but this year, no respect. There's there's just like the the Nucci of respect here for both guys. What do you think? What do you who think? Who do you like? Who do you like between McKissick and Naeem Hines? I like Naeem Hines better because I think that this year the role of passing back expands a little bit with Antonio Gibson. He was a wide receiver at Memphis. Dude I know. knows how to catch the ball. So I think Naeem Hines' role is secure. They 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 put a whole package in for this guy where they're throwing him the ball out of the backfield. That's what he does. That's how he is. He likes to backflip, you know, do his little thing in there. I love it. So I'm gonna go Naeem Hines over JD McKissick here. I think they're, they're good, but I like him better. It's it's uh it's simpatico for me too. Um I'm not I don't think I'm nearly as high on Naheem Hines as you. Yeah. He helped me win a championship three years ago um uh, in the BFFs. I, I think he's got amazing talent and amazing athleticism. I, de- I I like him over McKissick. Man, it's again that offense is just odd to me. You know, they have Jordan Wilkins, they have Marlon Mack, they have this dude, and this, of course they have Jonathan Taylor. So uh, it's an interesting backfield there. A lot of dude to dude. Yeah, yeah there's, a, uh, there's a lot of Zanucci's to feed. Yeah. All right, last two, and we're out of here. We're going to do a little three tweets, and we'll be, we'll be done here. Uh, what about your boy Janu? He's been dick dinged up a little bit in practice so far you know hasn't done a bunch what do you think about john focus of the offense or just like tertiary situation you got cam by the way we didn't even touch on this cam newton not able to practice for the next five days because he isn't vaccinated apparently because he got a close contact so he's out for five days which would imply he's not vaccinated even though it wasn't stated it's kind of implicit given what he has to go through with the protocols what do you think about cam and then Janu and then mac jones and how that all is going to break down this year what's your prognostication i 
I man, it's going to be interesting. Um, they're both really like Cam's doing well. You know, uh, I, you know, I, I honestly think he's he's going to be the starter this year, unless something really, you know, unless his head gets weird or something. You know, like I could see him like going into a uh, some type of funk like that's within the realm of possibility. But I think it's completely within the realm of possibility that he ends up, you know, we're talking range of outcomes that he is the wide receiver. I mean, he is the QB one for the entire season and plays much better uh, than he did after he got COVID last year. I think Johnny Smith, if Gronkowski wasn't there, I, I think I would have made the bet with Johnny Smith um, mm. versus Irv Smith. Uh, I, I think Johnny Smith has a great season. Um, Bill Belichick likes to get his tight ends involved, and he's just been um, sorely lacking the talent. Um, the draft picks haven't panned out for him, and now he has someone that um, I think they're gonna they're gonna design um, Johnny specific plays that that you know make sure he gets the ball in his hands. And um, yeah, I think he gets touchdowns. He had he had eight TDs last year, and um, I I bet you he has less. But I could see him in the six to seven range. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, we're gonna put up our three tweets here. Uh, I'm gonna put yours up first. What about Baker? We didn't do Baker. Yeah, we don't have to do Baker. That's the whole thing about it. (laughs) (laughs) You got nothing to say about Baker? Not today. Sorry, Baker. yeah, I'm not drafting that dude anywhere. Really? So you're, you're not no. drafting you're, you're, So your thumbs down on Baker? Yeah, no Baker for me. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm set neutral. Up your, set up your clip here, neutral, giant neutral. neutral. Okay, this ties into last week. This is um Rob Delaney again, and yes. it says, "Look at my beautiful rowdy boys." Okay, okay, I do remember Rob Delaney being featured. Where what, what happened last week with his boys? He well, he he made him carve um the word integrity into a sequoia why not you know here here's another uh rob delaney this is rob delaney with his boys apparently yeah, his beautiful rowdy boys so let's see if i can get my <laughs> ah! no get it you better This is all I did when I was a little kid, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> you haven't seen this yet? No, this is just... That's hilarious. This is going around Twitter so hard. <laughs> no! It's the, it's, it's the Balloon Olympics. Oh, I love the Balloon Olympics. That's yeah. that's great. That was yeah. All right. Something else has been sweeping the internet. Speaking of sweeping the internet, is these clips of people trying to walk on crates and then terrible things happening to them. So I have a few of these videos I'd like to submit mm-hmm. to you uh, real quick. This is one of mm-hmm. my favorites. Let's see if we can get this going up here. It's my man. Just emerged out of nowhere this week. People who got like a lot of free milk crates on their hands. Yeah, where did they get these milk crates from? 
<laughs> are they even milk crates? Like, what are they? Like, they're, they're, they're who has milk? That's what these are. They don't look like they're good for carrying milk. No. And right now, they're not even good for, for playing the milk crate videos. <laughs> I don't even think it's milk crate. Did I add milk crate? Are they, is it just the no, crate? I think they on? are milk crate videos. I think that's exactly it. Is. It says milk crate, right? That's what these things are for. They're milk crates. Yeah, they are. And right now it's just not working. So I'm going to refresh it and see if I can get it going. My, 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 I've seen several milk crate videos. My favorite ones are the ones where, where people like they get overconfident. They think they can, they can make the milk crate and then it comes crashing down on them. I don't like the ones where people knock them down. Yeah. Those are the ones that are scary. I'm going to say just you win three tweets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll read my tweet. My winning tweet is the subtweet by Rob Delaney for his sons. Uh-huh. Uh, so one, he he responds to his tweet, look at my beautiful rowdy boys, and he says, Ha ha, they're so tuckered out now. I'm making them tuna melts. And then I'm gonna <laughs> read them car magazines until they fall asleep. Dude, I, I love Rob Delaney. Shout out Rob Delaney. He he is hilarious. He's good at the Twitters. He is. He's really good at the Twitters. And uh, yeah, you know who's not good at the Twitters? Me. All right, my video is coming up. Fourth one. Fourth one, right? Not too far. Fourth one. Uh, I like the uh, the other guy got further. I like the guy who got further. Uh, but as you can see, that's all that's all we have time for today. Oh, here we go. Yeah, this is my guy here. Oh, shit. Hey. Hey. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Let's see if we can get this one. Oh, hey. At least he's young. Wow. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. oh my gosh. He jumped. Oh, he jumped off. Watch. He walked. He had up. it. He ace can't walk. No, he jumps. What Boom. are you doing? What's going on? Yeah. So the, the, these were, this is like, these are milk crates. People are like getting them outside of stores and bringing them home. And this is the last one I had to show. This is the, this is the meanest one I've seen. Um, mm. You know, this is when someone's like trying to get up there and then like the haters come out. So like, I feel like this is a microcosm of Twitter this week. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like it. This, no, this is horrible. This was Twitter this week, by the way, folks. And you don't want to be on either side of that. You want to stay away. You don't want to be climbing up. You don't want to be shoving people down either. So please encourage people. Make good choices. Uh, good job winning three tweets this week, my friend. I, I appreciate you. It was a good show. No, I Devin Singletary cliffhanger. You know what, man? That was just that was my favorite part. So, you know, shout out you, shout out the fancy millionaires. Uh honestly, do go check out Run the Sims. Go check out 
prize picks. Go check out Occupy Fantasy, by the way. They're going to help us win DFS cash this year as well. You know, uh, check out Underdog, all of them, code name Nimble, all of them, promo code Nimble for, for every single one of them. Uh, put that in there. Uh, and then also wide receiver two theory over at the fantasy or over at the Nimble, NimbleWNumbers.com. Check out the fantasy millionaires coming out with their rankings this week. We are now into the last section of our we're coming out with the last what like 12 team? through 14 yeah and we're done and then we're right we're into the evisceration so please mm-hmm. do join us then uh check out mike the at the ralph macho on twitter me nimble w numbers on twitter you can follow us at the ff millionaires on twitter follow us on youtube as well we've got like 115 or 110 subscribers we're trying to get that number up this year uh love you all and i uh, can't wait to see you in the fantasy football streets uh what do you have to say my good man mr michael peace and love peace and love see you guys next time you're, you're, you're listening to the worldwide sports radio network